In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Welcome to the Man Card Podcast and our mission to build an army of men in the arena who are becoming the best version of themselves in changing their world. Males are born. Men are made. We're going to separate the men from the boys. A man is as a man does. We want to help you to become the best version of you. Theodore Roosevelt spoke about this rare breed saying, the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. That's awesome. The man card belongs to those protecting integrity, fighting apathy, pursuing God passionately, leading courageously, and finishing strong. A man is as a man does. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we we salute you. you. We honor you guys today for grinding out in the stress bubble of life. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Man Card Podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10. I'm Jim Ramos, and our goal every episode is to call you into the arena of manhood, to call you out of the faceless, nameless, male-dominated bleachers, and to call you up to being the best version of you, because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Hey, I'm also here with Dale Culver, who just missed the ball on that last tagline. Everyone wins. So you should stop staring at your uh, new T-shirt <laughs> and uh, be ready. Anyway, um, how you doing, man? <laughs> I was thinking about my man law, <laughs> and I, my brain just went goodbye. bye I was Jeez. in my, my that box, that one little compartment. Yeah, it was the wrong box. <laughs> it was the wrong compartment. <laughs> so... Yeah. What's your man law today, man? Man law. Never talk negative about your spouse to another woman. But at first, first, I mean, this is a, a bigger issue. Uh, you shouldn't be talking negative about her anyways. But especially to other women, you should never, ever go there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and we talked about this before. It's called framing. How are you framing your wife? Uh, you frame your wife negative. Almost every affair I've ever seen or heard of, uh, from other men when they fail. They've, they've started framing their wife negatively, and then this woman comes in and she starts giving these men these compliments, and it just it goes from there. And so I think don't talk negatively, negatively about your wife, but don't ever compliment another woman right. unless you weave your wife into that compliment. Like, oh, your hair looks nice today. Oh, my wife Shanna does her hair, blah, 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 blah. I mean, I'm not saying don't compliment. I'm saying your wife should be woven into any compliment that you ever give another woman so that it's never misconstrued. Right. And, uh, you know, the older I get, the more I realize, you know, that, you know, you start to learn what 
people what these women need or what they want to hear and you you know and you can easily manipulate somebody you got to be really careful to guard against it and we just when you're especially when you're in the arena and you're stressed out and you're trying to provide for your family and loving your wife and loving your kids you know just you got to be careful how you frame your wife and how you frame your wife around other people i mean i've you know i've confessed this before i've framed my wife wrongly for years before my kids and my father my mother you know and so it creates this wrong image of her that's not reality so we got to be really careful how to how we frame our wives in front of other people well the great thing is is like you and i work in an environment where it's just you and i yeah two guys and a lot of people work in situations where there's a lot of women a lot of men and so this goes both ways where uh they can be in the break room or you're spending a lot of time with somebody that's not your spouse and you start sharing stuff that you should not share. Well, I, you know what? I was going to talk about something else in this podcast, but let's just let's just go there. Let's just continue this discussion because I cannot tell you how many guys tell me that they cannot put up guardrails around the the people at work to protect their wife. That they have to have lunch with other women. They have to have counseling appointments with other women. And I, I just call BS on that. I have a friend of mine. He is he works for an insurance company, and he is the guy that oversees every agent in Oregon, and he never has meetings with women one-on-one because he's made that a value that he just won't do it. So I don't buy that. I don't buy pastors hmm. saying they have to counsel women. That's the biggest bunch of garbage I've ever heard in my life. You have a woman's leader do it. You have a prof- refer him to a professional counselor. If you have to counsel a woman, I, I would go with this. This is the only thing I'll accept as okay, one and done, if you're a pastor. One and done. She comes in, doors are open, people are around, meet with her one time, and send her on her way. That is it. Don't ever meet with women in public spaces. I don't understand why married men do this. They take their wife... <laughs> They don't take their wife out to lunch, but they'll yeah. take some other woman out to lunch to be seen and paraded around with everybody else. I don't understand that at all. I mean, we need to really be careful as men. Is that a pleasure meal or a business meal? Yeah, what is that? You know, Toby Keith has a song, you know, drinks after work, and I totally disagree with that. Right. I totally disagree with that. And people go, well, I have to, I have to. Listen, dude, if your wife truly is the most important person on the planet, then you will viciously guard that relationship with her from any distraction, from anything that may seem impeccable, from any relationship that lacks integrity. I was just talking to a pastor the other day who was talking about hiring a friend of his who happens to be a female, and I said, well, are you in any way, shape, or form physically attracted to this woman? And his answer was, well, we had I kind of was emotionally attached to her a couple of years ago. I go, then you can't hire her. Mm. You can't hire Seriously. her. I mean, what are you doing? Why are you going to ruin your life by doing that? And so we need to be real. I'm, I'm very passionate about this because I have seen so many marriages. You and I watched a man stand up in a small group and say, I cannot build guardrails around this relationship because I work with this person side by side. And six months later, he was putting his wiener in her and, and while he was married right. to another woman. Mm-hmm. And so I just don't buy it. I will not budge. I will, you can push on me all you want, but my deal is, man... You need to put guardrails around your wife, and you protect her by how you frame her with other women, and you protect her by never being seen in public with other women, not counseling other women. You need to protect that relationship as the most important person on the planet, even if you may offend some other woman. Who cares if some other woman is offended? <laughs> right. I mean, who cares if you offend some other woman at work? I'd rather offend any other person on the planet than then disgrace my covenant with my wife and dishonor her because I'm spending money at lunch with another woman that is not my wife. In fact, she's probably somebody else's wife. 
Right. Well, and you've said this too, never assume your wife is living by the same standards you are. And so this this is something you need to discuss with her too. Is she going to lunch with guys? Is she having coffee with guys? I don't understand. Why can't you just have a business meeting in your office? Why do you have to go and have a meal with them? In your office where people are around and people say, well, this has to be a public place. Okay, if your office is not a public place, brother, you've got a problem, right? And if you're a pastor and you're a pastor of a small church and there's nobody in your office, then you listen, buddy, you're not meeting with women. Yeah. <clears throat> you just don't meet with women. You have the kind of church that meets with men and grooms men, and the women have to go to professional counselor or the women's ministry leader of your church. You tell that woman she needs to bring somebody with her. Or bring or bring your husband with you. If you're having married problems, how about this novel idea? Bring your husband in the room. I mean, I don't want to talk to you about your bad marriage. Bring your husband in the room. Let's have a real conversation. <laughs> right. I mean, I just think that women, I think that we set ourselves up for failure. And I've seen a dozen pastoral failures in the last 12 years of men that started with a counseling appointment with another woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just see it over and over again. And so whether you're a pastor, you don't have a free pass with me. You're maybe the worst culprit out there. I mean, honestly, <laughs> yeah. I just don't trust this, this scenario of meeting with other women. Man, if my wife is the most important person on the planet, I am going to build guardrails around her. How I frame her, how I interact with other women around her, I'm going to be very, very careful. And so, anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed that random uh, slap in the face. Went a little rogue on you today. But uh, this is a huge issue, man. You want to save your marriage, don't be a jackass. Be smart. Use wisdom. You know, if you want to finish strong tomorrow, you need to be living strong today. So... That was good. That was a good quote. I didn't even make that up. Just made that up as I went. Hey, guys, listen, we want you to help change your world. You do that by being wise. You do that by by getting engaged. You do that by getting with other groups of men in the same room, having real strong discussions on these topics. Guys, enlist in our army today. Download the free Great Hunt for God app with our messages, blogs, training videos, Bible app. I just heard today a guy who's uh, actually in Africa doing our material. That's super exciting, working with Josh down there. Guys, subscribe to the Man Card Podcast if you haven't done, done so already. And join the Men in the Arena closed Facebook forum for men. We have grown by about 1,000 a month for the last year, looking to hit 20,000 next year at this time. It is the best forum out there. We have pastors who are engaging with you. And, and if you have any questions about manhood, throw them on that forum, man, and, and the guys will just go after it. It's really awesome. And so, guys, join us in building an army of men in the arena who are becoming the best for themselves and changing the world because... When a man gets it, everyone wins. Wow. See, I gave you more that time because you failed so miserably the first time. Mm-hmm. Hey, until next time, guys, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Bring it out and be a man. This is Dale Culver, and you've been listening to the Man Card Podcast. Has your man card been challenged today? If you hunger to be the best version of you, then join the thousands of men around the country on our closed Facebook forum called The Men in the Arena. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of manhood. Also, make sure you ask about our newest equipping opportunity called the Man Card Weekend with the men in the arena. Let us inspire the men of your organization to become the best version of themselves today. And don't forget to purchase a copy of Jim's new book, The Man Card, Five Characteristics Separating Men from Boys. This is the best book out there that defines what a man is and does. In it, Jim combines his master storytelling abilities with his no-holds-barred style, distinguishing between men and boys. If you want to keep your man card, then pick up a copy of this life-changing book today. Simply go to the Great Hunt for God app or mancardpodcast.com and pick up a copy today. Thank you for listening to this episode. 
the Man Card Podcast. This is Dale Culver signing off. Until next time, join our army and become the best version of you. Get in the arena. Let the world feel the full weight of who you are. Grind it out. Be a man. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for around the world and find out the type of dad you are.